It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Trateris here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me, as always, but of course, power the man, the plan, the one and only, the one and only, John Malika. And with us, as always, the Rock, the Foundation himself, video producer Greg. Gentlemen, thank goodness we did not record yesterday. <laughs> I think I may have, I think I may have broken my computer if we actually had to record because that game was gross. It was nasty. Not, o- not only for you, man, but wh- for whoever had that jet spread. Oh. I mean, it was just a gross game for everyone with that stupid safety at the end. But yeah, man, the season's over. Thank God. Everyone was right, except for me. We didn't make the playoffs. All right. You clap it up. You're right. I was wrong. You totally Ooh, you knew. About? You totally, everybody totally knew when the Jets had seven wins that we weren't going to win again. Um, and everybody knew that Zach Wilson sucked. There's just such a, such a roller coaster season, man. And, it sucks where we are, but I've I've accepted this since the last time we scored a touchdown, which was Detroit. Like I've accepted this already, so I'm not like falling over my heels um, as I feel the Jets fan base is because we haven't scored a touchdown since the Detroit Lions game ever since that fourth and inches to the backup tight end happened that went for the for a touchdown. That was it. That was the end of the season. We look like a shell of a football team since. It's okay. We move on. All right. 33 straight possessions with no touchdown. We move on. We got, we got lucky that we had a bunch of wins early this season. We got unlucky with injuries. We had rookie players everywhere that did phenomenal. So that's another, I would say lucky (laughs) to be honest with you. I think the prospects of this season, we overachieved. From the preseason outlook, but we underachieved from the midseason outlook is what it is. I'm feeling good about this team though, boys. I know I'm ready. I've been in offseason mode. I've been telling you guys mock draft, mock draft. I've been, I've been in offseason mode. Uh, I'm ready to go here. We are the 13th pick. Thank God we lost that game. I was actually worried about it for a while. Oh, so uh, you wanted to lose this game. We needed to lose this game. The, the, the 13th pick makes such a big difference. Do you have trichodecophobia, by the way? I just want to make sure. I just want, I'm just asking questions. Just because thir- 13 is uh, superstitious for some people. Oh, I don't give a damn. We need 13 because Paris Jr. is coming if we don't trade for a quarterback. But that's a different story for a different day. Greg, what are your thoughts on this season, man? Are you feeling up? Are you feeling down? I feel neutral because you already saw this coming? Yeah, I mean... Uh, I feel pretty neutral in the season. Like you said, it was quite a roller coaster. It was one of the better seasons that we've had as Jets fans in the last five seasons or so. Um, really thought we were going to make the playoffs at the midseason point. So that definitely is disappointing. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought it was a great season, great season for the young guys, at least on our team. I'm happy to see some veterans that were able to stay healthy throughout the season because health was a huge problem for us all season. So hopefully we can, you know, keep those guys, bring those guys back, find some other guys that are going to stay healthy. We obviously have things that we need to address this off season, 
but but I believe it's not as big of a list as it was last off season. I think we figured some things out. I'm very happy to see this defense turn around, knowing that Robert Sala is a defensive co- uh, coach. You know, Ulbrich in the beginning of the season, Ulbrich in the beginning of the season was uh, people wanted him <laughs> fired before the season started, and this <laughs> defense turned around from one of the worst to one of the best. So that's great to see that that can happen. Now the question you know, for me going into next season is can we turn this offense around the same way we turn this defense around? I think we can because I think there were spots in this season where things were looking pretty good. The question is, like we talked about Mike McDaniel last week about the NFL figuring him out in like six or seven or eight weeks. Did that happen to the Jets? Did Was it a void of talent issue? Was it a quarterback issue? Or were people just to figure out, able to figure out Michael Floor's young offense because he's been OC for two seasons. And by the midpoint of the season, people just knew there was that clip from the Seahawks game of, uh, was it Woolen, Tariq Woolen talking about 84? Oh, 84 when he does this. I know what 84 is going to do this, you know, just calling out Corey Davis left and right. So it's just like, is that a player personnel issue? Is that a coaching issue? Either way, it needs to get fixed. So I'm hoping that in this coming offseason, we can f- fix the offense like we fixed the defense last season. But we'll yes. see. Some answers were were definitely solved. Like the cornerback questions, that was solved. Finding a wide receiver, at least, you know, a, a top one or two, you know, and Garrett Wilson, that was kind of resolved. But honestly, what's frustrating is we kind of have the same exact questions from like from last year for the most part, right? It's O-line. It's... Quarterback, of course. Quarterback, go go off, Alex. What are your thoughts on this on this year? I think to both of you guys' points, like we solved a lot of things. Look, defense. Look, Robert Sala is a good coach, in my opinion. To turn that defense from being that's a hot take. Of, apparently, now, Alex, that's a hot take. Now, Crazy it's nasty. It's na- first of all, it's nasty business to to even <laughs> like say. Look, I get that it ended in a way that no one wanted to see. Like, I'm not happy about this either. All right, I'm not happy that we didn't have a touchdown for three games. Okay, <laughs> but at the same time, I could say, you know what? I look at the scoreboard and I'm like, huh. Besides the BS safety, it's nine points, is it not? You know what I mean? Like, you could talk eleven, nine, whatever it may be. The defense did its thing. We went from a bottom of the barrel defense with a defensive head coach, by the way, to then being one of the top defenses. Yeah, it has its issues regarding tight end, running backs out of the backfield, so forth. And the safeties need to be improved for sure. Those are the weaknesses, but they were still a top defense. Okay. They were, they were, they were a legit defense. The thing that held them back was offense. Okay. And we can discuss whether that's Michael Four and his coaching, as Greg pointed out. You, it, we know the biggest issue. It's Zach Wilson, all right. If for the Jets, they got to go out there and go find somebody. There's it's not it's not Zach. It's the quarterback position. So let's talk about this game, right? Because as everybody saw, it's not Zach. Hold on, it's not Zach. What? What do you mean by that? Like the the issue isn't him. The issue is us. You know what I mean? The issue is the Jets' quarterback position, right? Like because like even if it's not Zach Wilson, it's not like we have another answer here. Right. And it's, you saw with Washington, like Carson Wentz got hurt or whatever. Tyler Heineke was able to come in and win some games to get this team on a roll. Like it's not necessarily just Zach Wilson. Like John, not to cut you off. We saw Joe Flacco this past week at Miami. Yo, Joe Flacco. It was not good. good. Grief, man. You yeah. can't tell me when you go out there, you throw 33 times, have 18 completions for a, how do you throw 33 times? This has to be like some voodoo magic I'm watching, man, because you throw 33 times, you only get 149 yards. No, but dude, when Flacco plays, I mean, the man throw, 
throws 30 to 50 times every time he plays. It's crazy. And then Zach Wilson throws 13. How is it that a quarterback in today's day and age throws 33 times and can't even get to 200 yards? Like, how does that work? How not does that pat- work? They're not good passes, apparently. They're not catching them. So just so you know, just as everyone thought this game was about to be for the playoffs, this game was going to be for the last seed in the wild card. Uh, it's going to be a crazy matchup. Uh, Could have been an A seed, <laughs> the rematch, right? And this time, it's going to be the court. The, everyone's going to be healthy. We had the eight seed stuff that you talk about, the almighty eight seed from who officially is on my on my hot seat now, Michael For- Mikey Commenter Florio. You're officially on my hot seat. Everything you say is now fan fiction. Unless it's a, unless you're just reporting news because it was literally the, the league said they didn't even contemplate that. This guy wrote three essays on it. So, you know what I mean? So what, what are we, what are we doing here? So that was annoying, but Flacco versus Thompson was an absolute abomination to football. Like Flacco's post game interview was amazing. Actually, he was talking about. I mean, he knew it was his last one ever. So he's just kind of talking about like the team, the direction of the team. And he's like, you know, sometimes ugly football is good football. <laughs> I, I get it, dude, but that was just so gross. Even I the, get Qu- the Jimmy Butler, even the Quincy what? Williams breakup on Tyreek Hill. Like I was so lucky. <laughs> like it was sick. I was really happy. It was so lucky. The, the way that they scored at the end there with the voodoo, you talk about voodoo magic. Where was that horse collar? That horse collar was literally voodoo magic. I don't know where it came from. Uh, there, was, there was a couple penalties like that uh, in this game. So <sighs> I'm glad that we Why lost. Why the rest hate us, John? Dude, this is the best thing that could ever happen for us is that we lost this game. I would be livid if we lo- if we won this game. And it, I mean, I don't I don't know if we need much analysis on this game besides Ruckert was a beast. He came Yo, out block, a Yo, couple blocks. Block. Shout out to Nania who 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 uh who did that all twenty two for us real quick. Um, Rucker looks like a real player, and we have CJ and and um and Tyler Conklin for the next year at least. So the tight the tight end room is is all wrapped up. Maybe we'll get somebody as an undrafted free agent, but the 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 tight end room looks good, especially with Rucker there. You mentioned running backs. It was the Ty Johnson game. Let me ask you this real quick. You know, like let's just let's just let's just start off high here. Are you bringing Ty Johnson back, Alex? I'll go first if you want. I I have a tough time, man. I have a tough time quitting Ty Johnson. I (laughs) I knew he he got you. He gets you every every last game of the season, Greg. It's people like you. That's why he performs like that. He had a couple games during the season. He had a couple plays during the season in the off season. We talked about. Who was it? It was Ty Johnson, Bam Knight, and Tevin Coleman or something like that. Yeah. I was like, who are you keeping? I said Ty Johnson, and it's just like we're we're back here looking at it. It's just like Again. Bam Knight, I think, is better. I'll give him that. I think Bam Knight definitely proved it this season down the stretch for sure. But dude, you he, should he's definitely he should definitely sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Definitely needs to be number two on that depth chart. It has to be Brees Hall, Bam Knight. Uh I think so too, because Michael Carter. I just don't know what happened to him. I don't know what happened to the kid at UNC that was just running all over the place. He always had space. He was, maybe he was just way better athlete playing playing lesser opponents. ACC, shout but, out. Yeah, he's like playing Virginia <laughs> and Florida State when they stink. So it's like okay, maybe he's just killing people. 
But in the NFL level, Michael Carter's just not being able to do it. I thought he was going to be able to catch the ball a lot more. I thought he was going to be shifty and be able to get up and down the field. I just don't know if he's banged up. I don't know if it's just been a tough couple of seasons with injuries and not having a consistent offensive line play, not a consistent quarterback play. So like you guys have been saying all season, they know to, you know, stack the box against us. So he just has a, a bad matchup every time he goes out there. But Bam Knight was able to get it going. I could see Bam Knight being the two on the depth chart for sure. But I, yeah, I think Ty Johnson, you keep him around again. Again, you need three or four running backs in this lead. I'm more concerned about James Robinson. I don't know if he's around next season. No way, dude. So yeah. they, they he had he had that incentive, uh, the conditions to be of a sixth to the fifth round pick. Obviously, it's going to be a sixth round. He fell off with this team. Listen, I love Bam Knight. I don't think he's going to be second though. I'm thinking he's going to be more three slash four, uh, and kind of round out this running back room. Brees Hall, obviously the one if he's healthy. Michael Carter, I. I think he's going to be on this team regardless. I would like to trade him if possible. Doesn't look like that's a real, like a realistic thing. If you can get a fourth round pick for him, you do that in two seconds. I just don't think that's really in the cards here. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be Brees Hall, Michael Carter, Bam Knight. And I would really, really like order. to add in that order on the depth chart. Until I add Jeff Wilson, add Jeff Wilson as a free agent knows the system. He's going to be cheap. You add him in there and he'll, you know, Bam Knight, who could always move. He's undrafted free agent. You can be like, dude, you're going to be fourth now. You're going to be practice squad. You know what I'm saying? He really doesn't have a say here. So you could throw that and then you put Jeff Wilson there as the quote unquote third because you can't hurt Michael Carter's feelings, right? So Michael Carter is the quote unquote one until Brees Hall gets back. Jeff Wilson will be the two. And then obviously after the first possession in preseason, it'll be like, oh, okay, (laughs) we're going to flip that. When it's game time and Jeff Wilson and Michael Carter kind of split until Brees Hall comes back. And then Bam Knight will be there when we have an inevitable injury at running back because it's happened every single year for the last since Curtis Martin. <laughs> so it's just inevitable at this point, which is why you don't use a first round pick on a running back. And that's why you don't overspend on a running back in free agency. That's why I like someone like Jeff Wilson. So that kind of wraps up the, the the running back room, the tight end room. I I I think is good. The wide receivers are good. Well, Garrett Wilson, this last game, I just gotta say, while we're still kind of in the Seattle. a little bit on the recaps of dude, why does it take us four quarters to figure out just throw the guy the ball every single time? There was a stretch there with Joe Flacco, where every possession, every pass was just throw it to Garrett Wilson, throw it to Garrett Wilson, throw it to Garrett Wilson, and he was making highlight plays after highlight plays. In a meaningless six-six football game in Week 18, like I just don't get why it takes us so long to figure this things out. Like, why wasn't that the game plan for in the first in, quarter, the second or, quarter, or versus Seattle? Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't the ball every time. Uh, I don't. That drove me nuts. Dude. I guess this I know is where these, you start the questioning. Is so bad. This is where you question: Is it the quarterback issue of like not finding him fast enough, or is it a Mike LaFleur issue in? Who is your hot receiver? You know, your number one receiver on each designated play, right? So this is, this is where you can have that conversation of like, is it a Michael Four issue? Yeah. Although I think Connor Hughes said something very, I mean, are, are we saving the Michael Four conversation or can I just like hop into this? You thing? can do whatever you want, man. Go yeah. ahead. I'm, I'm talking, I'm, I'm going to go after you and, and get into wide receiver stuff. So go off on the floor. So the thing with Four, right? Like Connor Hughes was talking about it post game on SNY yesterday and like, 
you could put, you could put issues on the quarterback, on the offensive coordinator. But if you get rid of Michael Four, you know, there is probably going to be a playoff mandate the following season just because of the jump that this team has made, right? Whether mm-hmm. it's said out loud, it's probably definitely going to be internally because it is now 12 seasons that we've gone without even being in the playoff. It's the longest active drought in the NFL. And I know as a, as a fan, if you're Woody Johnson, anybody, you watch his team and you're like, we were competing for a good portion of the season. What happened, right? Like regardless if you're going to back to Zach Wilson, you got Mike White, all these other things. There's decisions <laughs> that were made to have like Joe Flacco back there. Dude, right? it's so sad. When you say so, that out loud, it honestly hurts my heart. Like you, you just named me Mike White, Zach Wilson, and Joe Flacco. Like say that out loud. You know, like, like it's that's disgusting, bro. Do you know what's even worse? Rosenblatt tweeted out the stats for the quarterback passing touchdowns, and it did not even change within the last week. He was like six touchdowns for um, who was it like six touchdowns for Zach Wilson, five TDs for uh, I think it was uh, Flacco. What four four TDs for Mike White, and then you had uh what was it? Or it could have been the other way around, and then one TD for Braxton Berrios. Yeah. Oh my God! I can't believe you just said his name. Okay, so we're talking about the wide receiver room. <laughs> but, right. but finish up, finish, finish, finish up what I'm saying about Michael Four. I don't see the Jets firing somebody because then if there's a play, playoff mandate, you're giving that offensive coordinator one year with that one head coach to make a difference. So I think we're going to keep with Michael Floor. Unless you're giving Robert Sala more time, then I could see a change. But if it's a if it's a playoff mandate, I don't see what situation is who's going to come in here as offensive coordinator. Like, I'm going to take that one shot with a different quarterback next season to get everything under under wraps, and we're going to do that. It makes more sense to build on what you have already with the guys in this in this like building from like wide receivers you're about to get into next. Then do that. So I, I see Four staying, for, even though with his flaws, he's got to do something though. He's got to go take something like I don't know, like continuing education, John, to go figure out how to improve his game. <laughs> I I mean, listen, I I agree with you, and I agree with that logic, and for that reason, I don't think Lafleur is going to get fired. Calabrese might get fired. However, they might just not fire anybody and add Gary Kubiak, just like an offensive assistant head coach, the quarterback guru, keep Lafleur. And keep keep the things going. And I'm all, I want to talk wide receivers. I want to talk Berrios, and it fits right into Lafleur because, dude, listen, Lafleur, you could draw up the play, but like, <laughs> if the ball's in Berrios's hand in the end zone in Minnesota, you you you, you catch it. You, you clap your hands together and you ca- and you catch the ball. Like, you, you, and that's not Lafleur. I mean, there was the next game too, where he drops that you know that fourth down, that third down in the red zone, like. It, that's not LaFleur, right? So let me ask you guys real quick. I mean, this we're going to get into more episodes, more in-depth stuff. This is technically the reaction, but the reaction has to do with the offseason, man. Like, what are we doing with the bottom of this wide receiver chart? Like, do you guys see Berrios, Mims coming back? I personally, I don't even think it's a question. I don't think Corey Davis is coming back. But what are your thoughts real quick mm-hmm. on, on, on the, just on our, our guys uh, in the end of the wide receiver room? Yeah, I think I think Corey Davis is gone. I think there's a shot. Berrios is gone. Um, Say five mil from Berrios, ten and a half from uh, Corey Davis. Yeah, and just Mims, maybe you know Jeff Smith, maybe. Here's the thing, Mims. It, it, it makes no sense to get actually rid of him. Like you have to trade. Like it doesn't make sense to cut him. 
Yeah, and there was there was points of this season where everyone wasn't talking about Mims like it was last season, and he had some good games. He had some good plays, and the, the team was terrible on offense, and he was still able to have a couple good games, a couple good possessions. And some good catches. So, you know, I think, I think there's an opportunity for him, especially if Corey Davis is gone. You know, he was our I savior. Think, he was a little bit our savior at some points in this year. Yeah. And maybe we still need to bring in another wide receiver, whether it's a veteran or whether it's through the draft. But still, I, I don't see the point in cutting anyone if they're really cheap on a cheap rookie contract. You know, what's the point of, of cutting someone that knows the system, knows how we operate and has shown flashes of some good things? Yeah, I mean that 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 for me that's Romo Duns if we're doing rookie from Washington or that's DJ Chark if we can get him as a wide receiver to kind of supplement Corey Davis. I don't think we're gonna like really spend big anywhere. Yeah, what do you think, Alex? I definitely see Corey Davis being gone because injuries, the drop passes, <sighs> being your number one wide receiver, and he's not. You got to move on. You got Garrett Wilson who definitely. You, I guess at the beginning of the season, it's funny, right? Where we talked about having all these guys, right? Cause you think about injuries, you think about having a lot of playmakers on the offense. This may be too many guys in the kitchen because as we're seeing, as Greg alluded to, or not even alluded to, but noted, uh, we didn't get, get we don't get Garrett Wilson the ball until the end of the game. So maybe in this case, you got to get rid of somebody. Subtraction by addition by subtraction at this point, right? So you, you remove Corey Davis. You give Garrett Wilson all those targets. You still have Elijah Moore. You know, you got Braxton Barrios. I think you got to go out and go find somebody else. Unless you really believe in Jeff Smith like that. Um, well, Jeff Smith is a free agent too. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like you could resign him though. You could try to resign him because no one's going, no one's running out there be like, yeah, we're we're need some Jeff Smith action right now. Listen, as a Jets fan, it's an abomination that Braxton Berrios is a Pro Bowl special teamer. It's an abomination. Like I I I I don't know how on earth that that's that would be worse than D Rose starting in the All Star game. By like the he, way, he got like the eighth most votes as a point guard. That like that would be ninth. more egregious. I think it's ninth, ninth, ninth. Most. Not, like that would be more egregious. He no got two hundred thousand by opening day, which is insanity. All Braxton right, Berrios won. He won the vote. That's crazy, dude. He stinks all year. I mean, I would rather take that five million and give it to Nixon from uh, Green Bay, who's also a free agent. Give give him the fi- give him five million dollars one year. <laughs> like, you know, like I'm I'm down with that. Um. By the way, just going back to the stats I read from uh, Zach Rosenblatt. Here it is: just passing touchdown leaders, which did not change within a week. Zach Wilson six, Flacco five, Mike White three, Braxton Berrios one. That is nasty business, bro. Braxton Berrios. Disgusting. All it's right. tough, man. I know from preseason, John, we did the preview episode. The touchdown props for most quarterbacks are 30 or 35 passing touchdowns. <laughs> we couldn't get 35 as, or we couldn't get 30 as a team. Never mind one individual quarterback. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the sad truth. But uh, at the end of the day, the offensive line on the, 16? on the, <laughs> The, the offensive guys, sixteen the offensive, as a team. <laughs> the offensive line, dude, was 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 a preseason game. It was a preseason game, dude. I can't believe they put Flacco behind. That's that's male practice. What they did to Flacco, they literally gave him a preseason offensive line in this game versus uh, versus Miami. I, I'm surprised thing. we didn't see. I am surprised we didn't see a Traveler package. 
Like it's this is what I hate. It was about- Flacco's last game. They're like, go out there, do your thing, bro. You're hanging it up after the season. And then they're I'm- like legit not trying to win. Yeah, it's like, dude, just go out there. Uh, Joe this is, Douglas this is, is like, we, is I drafted what, you and you made me my career. Like, go out there and do your thing. Is this tanking? Is this what tanking actually looks like? <laughs> I think last game was legit what tanking looks like in the NFL. I legit because everyone's trying to get either their incentives or if you're close to being hurt or you're a free agent, you're not even coming close to the field. The fact it, that we had to watch a field goal affair for most of this game, and by a field goal affair, I mean like, that's a, it was a penalty in field goal affair. They literally a penalty. I called that too in the pre the pregame. I called field goals galore. I just thought there was going to be at least a touchdown or two. At well, least. Greg, that was the thing, right? Yeah. I said, I said four, 2014 Jets. You said <laughs> yeah. 19 was a 13, 13 Jets and we got yeah. nowhere even close. Well, we actually, I guess you got, you got closer than that with the 13. Yeah. <laughs> I just needed a touchdown. Yeah. I needed a touchdown from each team. I would have been there, but yeah, yeah, it was tough. It was tough. Uh, yeah, I think, I think at the end of the season, coaches just throw veteran guys out there and it's like, put something out on tape. If you're staying around, go out there and have some fun. If you're not, you know, there's no, there, if you go down the list of like QBs that played this week, it's a bunch of veteran guys out there or it's your young rookie guy, like Sam Howell down in Washington. It's like, all right, go out there, kid who hasn't played at all, even though it's week 18 and show us something what you got. We know what we got with Straveler. We know he's not the option. Like he's not the, you know, the future of the franchise. So however. Greg, he did just sign a future today. He's officially on the Jets for next year. And so I'm hyped about that. But speaking of next year, though, just real quick on the offensive line, Mekhi Becton today, looking good, skinny, yep. talking about how he's, he's ready to come back. Lincoln Tomlinson, whether you like it or not, he's going to be there next year. Hopefully we can restructure, save some money. He's going to be the left guard next year. The center is free. The right guard is free. I guess AVT says he's going to be 100, 100% by camp. So I guess we'll pencil in AVT as a right guard. The center is free. Maybe Makai plays right tackle. We're definitely drafting a tackle. Looks like Max Mitchell might end his career. Look like Dwayne Brown might retire. So that's really what we're looking at. We'll we'll get into all that in depth uh, during the season. But let's just switch over to the defense real quick. Of course, the number one. If you say if you say Jets defense, you think two things right away. You think sauce and sauce. That's it. So sauce had a great game versus Tyreek Hill, but Q Will is absolutely dominant. Man, he it's been insane. He he's he's just so damn good. He's on his last year of his contract. He's looking for an extension. Already whispers of a holdout. He wants to get his extension. I'm sure Joe Douglas wants to wait. There's going to be some tension there. He also is going to want to break the market. But to be honest with you, the faster you pay Q Will, the more you save. Uh, because the, there's a couple of D tackles coming out, and they're going to keep breaking that market. So he, yeah. so Q Will's going to set it. Just pay him now. Look at Fred Van Fleet from, from the Raptors is, you know, he's already looking for a new con for a new contract. It was cheap. Look at Jalen Brunson from the Knicks. I know we're talking about different leagues, but it's just like the last contracts that, you know, showed up and came in my brain right away. Like it, they get cheaper as soon as you sign them. Okay. Uh, because the cap, especially for the NFL, we know the cap is going up next year. Look at Josh Allen, right? Josh Allen signed a mega deal two years ago, a year ago. But and that's and it, was, it was before his contract was over. It's like, dude, let's just resign new deal now. And now a year or two later, he's like the fifth highest paid, sixth highest paid quarterback. It's like, oh, you have Josh Allen. The chances are odds on MVP favorite on the odds are favorite to win the Super Bowl. And he's the fifth best con- or fifth highest contract. That's great. Four other guys, five other guys are getting paid more than this guy. And think about it, man. Like going back in time, consider we have, we have that guy who broke the market not too long ago after winning a Super Bowl, Mr. Joe Flacco. Remember when he won? Broke yeah. that market. And then look what happened after that. You know what I mean? So 
You, to you, know, you know who's John. under? You know who's under Josh Allen? Like Josh Allen is six. You know who's fifth? Patrick Mahomes. Remember when Patrick Mahomes yeah. got signed? It was, oh my God, you're giving up the whole franchise for Patrick Mahomes. He bought the Royals. That's how rich he is, right? Like he bought a stake and he's, he's, he's fifth right now. It's Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Russell, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Watson, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Derek Carr. Bargain, all people, bargain by the way, values. All, I'm, I'm not about Derek Carr, but the, the two in between the five and the six are definitely bargain values. <laughs> I'm just saying you got to pay your players, man. So QL, to, to your point, John, just real quick to wrap that up. Those are all people that have signed contracts after Josh Allen. All the people ahead of him are after him. So like, to your point, sign him now, pay him what he wants. It will be cheaper by the end of the offseason and it will definitely be cheaper in two or three years. Literally, there's, there's, there's three ridiculous D tackles that are free agents. Like you just this year. So they're going to get yeah. paid this year and it's going to screw you for next season. What do you have to pay? We're going to franchise tag him. You're going to do this whole thing. Don't. Do not do this with Quinn Williams. But on the other side here, his brother is a free agent. That's an interesting one. He's talking about taking a pay cut with and loyalty, and then he and then at the end by the end of the conversation, he's talking about how he needs to get what's earned. <laughs> so we're, who knows yeah. what's going on there? Hopefully, he gets a Chris Smith, J.R. Smith contract with Q Will. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But speaking of this specific game, Carl Lawson. Kind of had a decent game. Turns out the news is he had a second uh, secret Achilles injury this year, according to Connor Hughes. Uh, and when you say it like that, he had the best season ever. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he had, he had, he, he was, he was had a all, all pro season. So we're talking about cutting him for the last eight weeks because it's going to save us 15 mil because we gave him 30 mil to do nothing the last two years, essentially. Turns out, I think he's going to say the Jets love him. Uh, I think he's going to stay. Bryce Hall had some minutes, uh, cornerback. Uh, I, I think he's a goner. Bryce Huff, he's a free agent. He played some good minutes. That's basically the defense for this game. Um, CJ Mosley went down, came back up. So that's about it. Quan Alexander, he's a free agent. What, what, do, what are you guys' thoughts on, on this game's defense, or on, on your thoughts going forward with this defense? Just, you know, this kind of rapid reaction of the season. Don't tinker with it too much. You got a lot of the, you got a lot of the bones. You got a lot of the structure there between like, obviously your cornerback situation is fine. That's not changing. Your linebacker core could be improved, right? Between Quincy, Quan, <clears throat> CJ's still around, right? Like he's got a, how many more years does he have on his contract? So we restructured him. So now there's right. two more years and it's right. possible he could be restructured again if we want more money. Uh, Joe Douglas made an interesting comment. In his post game, pre- in his postseason press conference today, talking about the Jets are going to have a lot of cap space. Right now, the Jets do not have a lot of cap space, so there's, the, you know, something's got to give. So yeah, so I mean, I, I I've been playing with the cap a little bit, like you know, maybe like uh, changing up uh, how Mosley's paid, changing up how Tomlinson's paid, changing up how Lawson's paid, making a couple million dollar cuts at the end of the roster, yeah, saving ten and a half. Gotta think about the offensive line too, since that's like the heavily invested area. That's probably got to change. Dwayne Brown retirement. It would be huge for us. You know, you know, you know what I mean? Like we, we, we do need to, if Mekhi Becton actually plays to his all pro level that we know he's capable of, he's on a rookie deal. You know what I mean? That'd be amazing if he could be our right tackle and be a beast and we just, you know, or our left tackle at this point. We don't, we have nothing. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we have we, no tackles. <laughs> we have nothing. Yeah, there's a there's, there's there's a couple nice ones in the free agent market. I wonder if like maybe McGlinchey right tackle he might come, or maybe Orlando Brown pay him a zillion dollars. 
Like we're gonna get into all this stuff at the end of the season. I know we're like we're kind of back and forth here. But it's really exciting. I mean, we're all crying about we wanted Joe Thune, and then we're all like, thank God the Jets didn't pay for him. And now all I'm listening to in the last couple of weeks is how Joe Thune and, and the Chiefs offensive line is amazing. And it's like yeah. all of our guys, Creed Humphrey, who we wanted to draft, they told us no, we had a good center. Joe Thune, who we wanted to sign, they said no, he's too expensive. We're like, what are we talking about? <laughs> like they have the best offensive line. That's exactly what we want. <laughs> so we're going to get into all that stuff. And there's so many decisions about payment on the defensive side, right? Sorry, we are, I want to tangent you asked about CJ Mosley, so I'll go off there, but it's like the, we have the Knicks situation here too where it's like we have minutes. There's only limited minutes. We need Bryce Huff to play. We need Jermaine Johnson to play. Like, are we going to re-sign Huff? Uh, or John Franklin Myers, is he going to be there? What are we going to do with Rankins? Are we going to re-sign him? Solomon Thomas, free agent. He killed the last couple of weeks. Big leader in the locker room. Like, there's so many big decisions to be made on the defensive side of the ball. I know you're saying keep it status quo. Don't make it, don't make changes, but the reality is, man, the con, their contracts are up or they're due so much money and you can get rid of it. You know what I'm saying? Like so many people are, are on like this, like turmoil. The thing is, what I'm saying is that you got to keep the bones. You got like, when you're, if you're Joe Douglas, you got to go back and be like, all right, who are the big guys that I have to keep on the team? Obviously it's like Lawson. You got to keep Q will. You got to, you got to keep, uh, you know, you're going to keep CJ Mosley, even though I know you guys' feelings about him. You know, obviously Sauce and DJ Reed are going to be here. You know, I'd probably bring back Quan just because he was a, a good, like, signing on the cheap. Like, you don't I would that. love that. Yeah, you know, Joe Douglas' is best signing, you think? DJ, I think DJ Reed might be the best signing. Oh, yes, yes, yes. DJ yes, Reed for sure, but Quan's up there, man. Quan is up there. Played big minutes, made big plays, cheap contract. Yeah. Look, you also got Jermaine Johnson too. Like you got to think about who's like, he's a rookie. He's going to want to make, take a big step. So when you think about the edge, you know, even though they did sign Franklin Myers, like you got to consider him too. And like, how do you restructure there? Do you make some trades to offload some of these guys to give guys opportunities? We need a That's safety. Stuff that, 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 <laughs> a? We need, we need safety. <laughs> yeah, at least two safeties. I'm, I'm holding my foot down this year. <laughs> Um, you know, <clears throat> obviously that Jordan that Whitehead's a question mark though, guys. We didn't Jordan Whitehead, we could save seven and a half mil if we cut him only two million dead cap. He's a possibility. We made most of the interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that sounds great, but we haven't had an interception in eight weeks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it sounds good. By the way, uh, Sauce said he's gonna get ten interceptions next year. Book it. Dude, the way not to bring it back to the game, because I feel like we've kind of moved on from that. The way he was tormenting Tyreek Hill, I was like, dude, I cannot wait to watch this matchup, hopefully for the next bazillion years, because I think Sauce is going to win it nine times out of ten. His his comments is, were so annoying. I, I it made me love him even more. He's like, I don't know why they get so mad. I don't know why they get so annoyed. Oh, yeah, because you're pulling you, them. You're probably talking smack the whole way. We see you absolutely. pushing him. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I love it. He's he's Taller, he's longer, he's just as fast. He's ready to go, man. And I love it. I, I love the, the, as a rookie coming out and being able to jar people. Like if you saw, there was a clip going around of him jar with Tyreek Hill and he was coming back to the, the, the defensive huddle. The defensive guys were around when he was walking over and the smiles on the veterans faces when he's just jawed with them <laughs> was so funny to watch. They were like, yeah, talk that shit, talk that shit. They were just laughing so hard and smiling ear to ear. Dude, he's he's the real deal. So between What's him so- and like you got between rookies of the year, you got to put Garrett Wilson and Sauce up there, man. Just sure. to the, you what, know, and this is where what's so cool is now players are gonna actually uh, just as much as you wouldn't want to join the Jets' offense. Yeah, 
that exact same energy on the other side. Every every uh, action has the opposite reaction. You want to join the Jets' defense, but the thing no, is, but- I actually I will actually push back on the offense. I think if you're a quarterback and you see what Garrett Wilson as a rookie got over a thousand yards with with nobody carousel doing <laughs> Chase Trevler. He's doing he's doing DeAndre Hopkins things. All right, DeAndre Hopkins for. When he was on the Texas, didn't have legit quarterbacks for a good period of time, man. No, you can hear that name a lot in this offseason because he's going to be available and so is Keenan Allen, but I digress for now. <laughs> but you, you triggered me. <laughs> he's, saying, on my, though, he's on my mind, D Hop. He's on my mind. I'm just saying what Wilson did should not be. It is like you look at it it's like, oh, cool. We got over a thousand yards. Haven't done that since Keyshawn Johnson, right? So you're like, hmm. That's cool. But then when you think about it, you're like, he did that with Flacco. He did that with Zach Wilson. He did that with Mike White. Yeah, I guess some props to that man. I don't even know if Trevor got him a pass in there, but like still. I think you gotta that, give him a oh no, the uh I no, I think he definitely completed a pass to him. I'll check it, but who was that who was that uh huge pass? That was to CJ. Right, CJ was on. Yeah. 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 John, to finish your point though, like to to what you were saying, like if you watch was it Von Miller after the Jets played the Bills the first time talking about sauce. It's like you start getting those guys, like veterans around the league, not saying Von Miller is going to come to the Jets because he's tied up with Buffalo, but like those marquee pass rush guys, those marquee defensive guys that are like, yo, I want to be on, I want to be on this guy's team. It makes team. my life easier, man. So, yeah, exactly. It goes both he's, ways. You know what I mean? He's locking like, him down so I can get to the quarterback and make my $12 million in bonuses over the course of this contract for the next four or five years. So that's that thing, right? Because yeah. you think it goes both ways too. So like if sauce is doing his job and then you have like DNs doing their job and outside linebackers, like it just, they all, it works, man. And same thing with when you look at Garrett Wilson offensively, that's why I got to push back a little bit. If you're a quarterback and you're looking for a team that you, that needs, that has weapons that you can just jump right into and be like, as baseline, it will be functional. I don't know how you can't look at the Jets and be like, all right, they're going to get Brees Hall coming back. That guy is going to take a load off my shoulders. Then I got Garrett Wilson, who's just a playmaker. If I get to Elijah Moore, who showed that he could still be a, wa- a reliable wide receiver when involved, and then you got your tight end room. You, you, John, tight you end room is my favorite room again. So, like, you got, you got Conklin, you got <laughs> CJ. You know, all you got to do is, like, if you have that healthy offensive line that we're supposed to have at the beginning of the season – I think a quarterback would want to come here and be like, yes. I got a name is, for you. That is, is it Lamar I Jackson? Got, I got a name for you. Nope. I don't know if you guys want to end it here. If you, if you have more stuff you want to talk Go about, ahead. but I want to talk about the quarterback stuff because. Oh, wait, wait, wait. If it's quarterback, actually, I, I, there, I will have to give, we have to give John his four for this one. We have to give John his four for this one. The punter. <laughs> oh. Oh, before we get into that, yeah, dude, if before- Braden Man is, if Braden Man's on this team. We, we're gonna have, we're gonna have a real issue going, going to, I, he had the greatest game of all time versus Miami. I was gonna I say was he was so coughing quartered up. He was setting him inside the five. He was, I was so it. mad, dude. He <laughs> was doing the Madden challenge from the video game where you're getting it in the darts. Dude, every, he's getting, are you kidding me? But, but, but just one, just one you needed him most. He came yep. through. He came through with the shank right at the end, like right when you needed him. Right when the, you needed to give the Dolphins field position, he came through. Listen, I'll, I'll do a write-up. I'll do a write-up. I'll put it on Jet Press. There's a, we, we have a type. We have from, from, from my boy Lackey Edwards. We drafted him and we drafted Braden Mann, 
both Australian kickers. There's another Australian kicker. His freaking name is Tory Taylor. He's from Iowa. He wins games as a damn punter. We better, we better get Tory Taylor. I, I'm buying a Tory Taylor jersey. And if it, and if he's 14 or something like that, they goes, dude. The tape is going over Darnold's jersey. I get you. Oh my God. Give me that all day long. <laughs> all right. And all right. That, quarterback now, we can, now we can go also, also, what do you guys think about Greg the Leg? Keep Free him. agent. Bring him back. Yeah. Hell yeah. Can we not, let's fun. not make the same mistake we did with Myers. All right. What's not but, but is he Jason Myers? Because no. this guy, this guy shanked a, a a kick. It wasn't even close versus Jacksonville. I mean, come on, dude. Tough conditions he, and stuff. <laughs> All right, Zach still, Wilson. He was still he was still uh, he was still money for most of the season, though. You got to give him credit for that. He was. He was. And, and for that, look, we have had issues. Myers was a Pro Bowler with the Jets, and we're like, nah, we're okay. Yeah. You know what I mean, like. And then look what look at the look at the situation that unfolded after that, right? Well, listen, well, listen, we we, we overcorrected and we signed Berrios because of that exact reason, and he sucks. Well, that's also because <laughs> that's also because we had the punt returner. Who was it? Um, Hardy. Was it was it Hardy doing punt returns? No, oh. Roberts. I thought it was uh oh yeah, Andre Roberts. Yeah, Andre Roberts. He no, he was he was our guy. So he also made the Pro Bowl that season too. You know what I mean? So like, that's the overcorrection. That's a fact. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, we got rid of this guy too. What? 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 Sure. Just get get Zerlin back. All right. Can we just? just fine. Do that's fine. Don't Greg, make the easy. Don't make the easy things hard. Yes. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson puns back to back for Greg. All right. What? Are, speaking of, what? Are, what? Are, what are your thoughts on quarterback, man? End this off here on a hopefully positive note. I think it's a positive note. I've been racking my brain. I've been going through the Twitter files. I've been trying Uh-oh. to figure it out because to your point, John, we're not getting Lamar Jackson. Uh, listen, listen, I, honestly, I'm starting, I'm starting to, to, to change my tune a little bit there, but we'll talk about that a different day. All right. Well, yeah, we'll have to do a quarterback deep dive. I'm sure we'll do many in the offseason. I, I was hyped for Lamar, whatever it might be. Lamar, Aaron Rodgers. I think those are no brainers. If we can go get them, we go get them. The rest of the names we were listing off last episode or two episodes ago when we did it. Wait, well, Bart, was, who's the other name? Who are you saying no brainers? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, okay. Yeah, if if we can. I still think it's an overpayment, but whatever. Um, We were naming some names. None of them really stood out to me. None of them sounded great. He named name, names. This name, I think, is going to sound disgusting to some, but I think it might intrigue others. That's why I'm throwing it out there. How would you feel about Tyler Heineke running this offense? Oh my next season? god! Oh. oh my god, Greg, that's bad. What? He can run the offense. He's not going to light the world on fire. You want you want Taylor Heineke and Zach Wilson to be the quarterbacks going into the season <laughs> next year? I don't want that. Who, who, who does? But if we're who not going to get Lamar, we're not going to get Lamar and Aaron Rodgers. Who are we going with? I have a question. In this scenario, right, where your quarterback room, where your quarterback room is Heineke, Zach Wilson, and Strebler, who's playing garbage time in the preseason? Strebler, <laughs> guy who I can't throw like, the football. I feel like they're all playing garbage time in the preseason. They're fighting for those garbage time minutes. Can't I'm telling you, it's just a name I came across that I was like, hey, this might work if we're if we're not getting Derek Carr and we're not getting whoever else out there. Right. I feel like I feel like the name Tyler Heineke, Derek Carr to me is the same amount of ugh. And it, you're talking about a fifteen million dollar year. Point, if, you're gonna, if you're gonna be mentioning names like Tyler Heineke, 
just go get like why not Case Keenum then? Why not even say a guy like that? Case Keenum's like forty two. He's you know hot. Like, he's at least in his twenties. Oh, good grief! All right, all right. How about how Case about Keenum this? was the backup quarterback to Jay Cutler on Denver, right? Or am I making that up? How about yeah, he we, was? <laughs> that was a long That's time crazy. ago. That's a long time ago. All right, uh, let me give you guys two names that maybe aren't on the you know on the on the hot seat. Like for obviously Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, we know about them. Even Jordan Love, we know about him. You know what I mean? We get it. Other than that, I think Tannehill's going to be cut this year. Tannehill's going to be 35, though, talking about old people. But he could fake or pretend to run an offense. He'll be the best quarterback on our team since Brett Favre. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know how much we could really, you know, he's better than Sanchez. Or maybe he just is Sanchez, if you really want to think about it. I'd probably put him around Sanchez, man. Yeah, so it's, I mean, it'll be nice. It'll be nice to have Mark Sanchez at the moment. If we have Mark Sanchez on this team this year. I think we're in the playoffs. Oh yeah. my god, that's what I'm saying. If you told me back in 20, I was 11, 12 that this is the you want Mark Sanchez? This, yeah, give, give me Mark Sanchez. I'd be looking at myself like, what are you, what did you see that I have not seen yet? Well, you'd be yeah. right about one thing, Alex. If that's the case, that means you, we have not made the playoffs. In thir- in a decade and, and plus, so that <laughs> yeah. would be correct. We have the longest drought. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine our younger selves like going back? Can you imagine seeing our younger selves back in time? Like, guys, you'll actually appreciate Mark Sanchez more than you think. I don't know. You're talking Dude, about old if you man. told me as a sophomore in college that for the next like 12 years the Jets are not going to make the playoffs. Good luck. I- I don't know if I could have stuck this out the whole way. I would have been like, all right, like, let me, let me, like, let me just do something else for the next decade plus here. But here we are, man. We have to break the curse. We're stuck. I'm going to give you another name. Tannehill. And listen, if Tom Brady is going to, t- uh, to San Francisco, uh, oh, if he's going to San Francisco oh. and Jimmy G's going to Vegas and Derek Carr is going to Indy, really? what happens Derek to Brock Purdy? What happens to Brock Purdy? He's, a, he's on the bench. He's he's taking over for Tom Brady when he's done. He's a rookie. I think I would trade for Brock Purdy. You know you know what's crazy. You know <laughs> you know I saw what's uh, John might hate this. Uh, you know I saw the, you, you know trade saw, for Mister Irrelevant. Yeah, I'll give him. I'll give, I'll, yeah, I'll give him like a fourth round pick. Wow. How about this? He looks like this out in the Twitter streets. Let me know your thoughts. Trade for Justin Fields. Oh my God! He doesn't never throw. Happened. He doesn't throw footballs. It would never happen. This has been this has been like the the biggest misnomer on Jets Twitter that I have seen. Is oh my God! How did the Jets drive Zach Wilson over Justin Fields? You know how? Because they both stink. One only throws on weird, crazy plays, and one just runs. They both combined to be amazing. Separately, they stink. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know how else to. At put this it. point, I'll take the guy that runs. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, I don't want either than of Zach them. Wilson I mean, right now. Yeah, hundred percent. If I could like trade one for one, nope, I, I, no one would do that. Yeah, I would swap it, but I'm not and giving I, anything of value. You for say Justin that out loud. I don't. That doesn't sound too crazy. What do you to mean? Why the, hell, why the hell would the Bears do that? I don't know why the Bears would do. I mean, oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like oh, it doesn't make sense for the other team to do that. Like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not adding a pick to it. Yeah, then the Bears are trading their pick and keeping Fields and building out a team. They're starting from nothing. Yeah, shout out to the Bears for taking correctly. 
they did a great job this year of of playing really good games and losing at the end. But oh, this has been this has been a fun season for the Jets, man. I, we were all over the place on this post game episode. There's so much happening between the you know the post game stuff, the salary cap. We I, we've been in the off season for a week already. I'm excited for the draft stuff. Playoffs coming up. Last note, real quick. Who do you guys got? AFC, NFC. Coming out? Yep. What's your Super Bowl? Buffalo Bills. We have the Minnesota Vikings. I Bills, like Vikings. that. Bills, Vikings. Dalvin Cook injury really like It would be soul, interesting though. for this reason. Uh, Why am I blanking on his name? Wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. Why am I blanking on his name? Diggs. Diggs. Davis. Diggs. Stephon Diggs. Diggs Day because of Vikings? Okay, makes sense. Yep. What do you got, Greg? It's really tough to pick anyone but the Buffalo Bills right now. I mean, they definitely have... Uh, Some momentum. High, yeah, they have like a higher power on their side. Like <laughs> they... I mean, what they've seen and what they've been through is but dude, so much dude, greater they, than football. Yes, but they had a close game with the Patriots and the Patriots stink. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Objectively, right? Like, just like yeah. <laughs> on the surface, like it was a tough game without two touchdowns from Naheem Himes. One of them you're saying was from a higher power. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're not winning that game. They, you just know have I mean? a vi- they just have a vibe about them that's tough to compete with. So I'm, I'm not going to pick the Bills. It's tough not to, but it's also not that hard to pick the Chiefs. I yes. think it's Chiefs 49. I think it's pretty rematch. tough. To, I think it's actually, it could be tough to pick the Chiefs in all honesty. Why? What's, what's wrong with the Chiefs? I, I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, Chiefs is my pick. Easy, hands down. They, they, they lost a division game, dude. I, I they don't even lose in the division. It, it's crazy. What's, what's your issue with the Chiefs here, Alex? I think they, I think there is like <clears throat> something about like watching them. I feel like there's just the edge that Buffalo has. From last okay. season, but you so it's not mean? really about the you not liking the Chiefs. It's more no, I like the Chiefs. The Bills. I, 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 it's not that I dislike the Chiefs. It's more so that the Bills, I think, are coming back with like some sort of energy. I think yeah. there's a vendetta that they have. Like there's gonna, there, we don't see it right now. Each week changes, but when, if if that's a matchup, Chiefs Bills, there's gonna be a vendetta on like from the Bills against the Chiefs. Like they're gonna go out there and want and want it more. I think the Chiefs. I feel like there's a, there's there's a there's like there's an aura with the Chiefs right now where it's just kind of like they feel like they're good, like they know they're good, but they're overestimating how good they are rather than Bills who might be a little bit more hungrier will come in and do something. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think you have the exact right analysis if you just flip the teams. Really, I, I think no one is talking about how good the Chiefs are. Chris Jones is, if not equal to Quinn and Williams, maybe better. Uh, he, he, and all they do is they rush four and their offense is insane. Did you see that little circus they did oh, yeah. around the Rosie? Oh, Dude, yeah. they're playing with teams, bro. They're playing. They're playing around. But that's the thing. I think like, I know they can, but oh, it's you, that, like that hurt that. you. You didn't like that. Yeah. Alex is talking about they're, they're, they're banking on being able to do the Chiefs play. Everyone knows yeah. the Chiefs play. It's like, oh, Mahomes runs around and does a no look pass or an underhand you know, you pass. No, like, <laughs> Eventually like that runs out. Eventually that, that comes back to bite you. It might not be the divisional round, might not be, you know, the conference finals. It might be the Super Bowl, whatever it is. But I, I just, I don't know. Chiefs just look so damn good. It's so tough. 49ers, I think, look really good on the, on the NFC. Chiefs 49ers. Hey, remember, remember. Yeah, a little rematch. That was I a ha- great Super Bowl. I hate saying it, but remember when the Chiefs were that dominant. Let's not forget when it was the Chiefs and the Rams. That was the whole Super Bowl prediction, right? 
Patriots came out of nowhere. Yeah. As much as I hated that. Oh, I'm there's sorry. definitely going to be. We're no, none of us are going to get it right. That's for sure. I, honestly, I will say this. Honestly, I will say Greg, this real quick, Alex. When you said that if the Chiefs play the Bills again, right away my gambling head is like I'm hammering the under. Everyone's going to expect an incredible game because of last season, and it's going to be like 13, 21. Can we actually, I know you. I know you. I know. I know you. I know that's probably going to happen just because you. When Greg says something, if you haven't checked out, <laughs> Greg says something, especially when it comes to like teams like Jets, like going to lose two in a week. Tapped in. He's clearly tapped in. That's why you got to check out winning picks weekly. But for me, I really need to see, just like from a fan, I need to see those type of playoffs again. Like last year was like top tier playoffs, man. Top tier. I need that again. Where is that game? Is that neutral field? If it's Chiefs Bills? Yes. So I I would guess it's going to be in Pittsburgh too. Why would it be neutral? Why would it be neutral? I think, I think Papa right, Goodell they, said so. Yeah, I think they <laughs> voted on it, right? And they said if it happens to be those two teams, because those were the two teams vying for the number one overall seed oh, because okay. the Bills gotcha. can play. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I think it's going to be like AT&T Stadium. Like if the Cowboys are out or something like that. I think it's No, but they want outdoors, outdoors because they because both teams are outdoor teams. Oh, uh, true. And, and it has Bring to be somewhere. To <laughs> no, but that's too close to Buffalo. Yeah, kind of meet in the middle, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, something like that. Cincinnati. Also, that's where Hamlin that went to school. That would be disrespectful if they did it in Cincinnati <laughs> after one of those teams eliminated them. Oh, yeah, tough. that would be tough. That, that would, would be tough. tough. Um, I, you know, I, I, I agree with your AFC pick. I think it's the Chiefs. I think they're under the radar somehow, some way. The Bengals would be my pick, but Lyle Collins out hurts. Bills would be my pick, but like they, they don't. Yes, they have the emotion. They have the momentum. Josh Allen been playing like a knucklehead <laughs> in a couple of games, and they they don't really move the ball much. Uh, I don't know. I, I we'll see. I know it's like bad to say anything bad about the Bills. I bought the shirt. I bought the Hamlin shirt. It's coming in the mail. So like I don't know what to say. Like you know what I'm saying. Like the Bills are cool, but I just don't. I don't think they're gonna beat the Chiefs uh, or the Bengals honestly if they play them. And look out for the Jaguars. Anyway. I think they're going to win one or two playoff games. I really do. You lose all credibility when you throw that little stuff in. I'm telling you, they might win one or two games. Doug Peterson, the Doug Peterson effect. All right. True. NFC, Eagles falling off the cliff. I don't trust any of the other four teams, even though the Giants scare the hell out of me. I'll be honest with you. I'm not not picking any of the bottom four. It's really between the, the two teams that you guys chose. I have a bunch of futures on the Vikings, I'll be honest with you. Because everyone keeps saying they stink, they stink, they stink, but they keep winning games. They're TCU. They're my TCU. Everyone just keeps saying you guys suck, you guys, lo-, and then they, they just win every game. And they're it's loud in there, dude. It's so damn loud. And they're both purple, and it's so freaking loud in Minnesota. You act like you've been to that stadium before, John. It's loud, bro. It's loud. <laughs> you I also to act to- like you've been you've been on camera, made a debut for One Jets Drive. <laughs> I wanted to go to KC so bad because I heard it was so loud and I wanted to compare. I was dying. I wanted to just do the trifecta of going to Green Bay, going to Minnesota, and going to Kansas City in one season. Oh, it's not going to happen. Anyway, long story short, I'll take Chiefs 49ers in the rematch. But then what's wrong with Brock Purdy, Greg? What's wrong with Brock Purdy if he's going to the Super Bowl, bro? He's good. He's just not. I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> 
trade for him. I want to trade like a third overall pick for the Mr. Irrelevant. Not third overall. Fourth for a third round pick or whatever for a guy that looks good in Kyle Shanahan's offense. Dude, if you go through the list of quarterbacks that have looked good in a Kyle Shanahan's offense, half of the guys over the last three seasons aren't in the league anymore. I don't even remember their names. <laughs> but there was there was three or four week stretches where these guys were just walking off the street and everyone's getting you gotta pick them up in fantasy. You got you gotta bet them here, you gotta bet them there. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan is just a mastermind of offense, and he can, if you're good, he can make you look great. I think Brock Purdy's good. I just don't think someone like that comes in and fixes our problem. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Well, on that note, this is probably a good place to end the Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. Thank you all for tuning in for another Jets episode. You all know what to do. Please make sure to subscribe. We're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a review or comment. We're also partnered with Fansided and Minute Media, so you can find this podcast on the Jet Press or the Daily Knicks. We also got that YouTube page. Knicks comma, Jets comma, ETC period. No one writes out of that. That shit's wild. Find the page. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. When you watch a video, hit the like button, leave a comment, add to the conversation. We want to know your thoughts and opinions. Do you think Michael Ford should stay? Do you think Michael Ford should get canned? What are your thoughts about Robert Sala? Uncle Mike, where you been, man? We need we need your thoughts, man. We know you're riding high with Bro, us. He went to Miami, but because oh, they lost, nice. he just went fishing. Like because it wasn't for the playoffs, he went fishing instead. So he's he's even more hyped, but <laughs> no, he, he, he went out there. He tried. He tried his best. He tried his best. Shout out to you, Uncle Mike. Let us know your thoughts, man. Let everyone know. Let us know your thoughts on what you think is going to happen. Who do you think your playoff? Well, give us your playoff predictions, your Super Bowl teams. Let us know all of those. While you're also over at the YouTube channel, we got another podcast Winning Picks Weekly. John, let's go, Peter Horns. Greg. <laughs> and our guy and co host, Chip Murphy. These guys go through every single sport possible. It is playoffs for the NFL. You know what that means. John, Greg, these guys are locked in. They're ready to give your takes. You heard Greg telling what he's going to hammer, all right? Because these guys these guys are just tuned in Yo, with, the, with the Jaguars. Got week one NFL playoffs, Jaguars, Jaguars, Jaguars. Greg's hyped about it. Love it. Love the Jags. <laughs> Love Tennessee last week. That cover, that was beautiful, even though they got robbed. <laughs> oh, Josh Dobbs for life. So if you love sports betting and putting money down on the line, these guys got you covered. Just make sure to bet responsibly. And then last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We are there. Thank you, everyone, for tuning for another Jets episode of the Knicks Jets Accelerator Podcast. We out. Let's go Jets. Welcome to the offseason slash hell.